1: Get all your football news
2: as it breaks with Football Flash. Let's roll. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. An absolutely scintillating performance from Arsenal Football Club tonight. I'm joined, of course, by Gooner himself, Chris Kane. What's going on, brother? not
1: too bad
2: look we want to speak to we want we want to hear from Arsenal fans Leicester fans if you want the neutrals alike. Arsenal were absolutely absolutely brilliant tonight they really really were I'll ask you this Adrian. I'm going like 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 to sound like a hater today
1: I'm going to sound like a hater today
2: do you Arsenal are back to their very very best or is it still a long long way to go There's a long way to go so no title challenge top nope. 4 challenge
1: Top 4 challenge, yeah.
2: But you you can't compete for a title yet? Nope. Not even with... I mean, that play tonight from Ozil especially...
1: The champions play like... The champions play like that for, you know, three quarters of the game. They play like that for 66 to 75 minutes on average. Uh, We play like that for 50 minutes tops, I would say, towards the end of of the first half. And then obviously we turn it up, you know, in a major way in the second half. Um, Again, like... I the way I rate Arsenal will always be by the standard I expect of champions um, and the champions that have existed before us um, good champions champions that look like they will be ready to compete not just in that one season but also consistently mm-hmm. the way Chelsea once looked under Conte unfortunately obviously didn't go that way but when you know when they made those big strides in the league that season Chelsea looked imperious yep. the way City looked last season um, that's the standard I judge us by Um I feel like, again, Arsenal picked up three points where they should be picking up three points. That doesn't mean that you take results for granted, mm-hmm. but it means that, for me personally speaking, I feel like the results should be coming. I My focus will always be on the results. Oh, sorry, on the performance, the actual performance, the way we, we executed. Um, even before, even in the second half, you could have gone 2-1 down.
2: Yep, you could have done. And, and look, these things happen in games. We could,
1: we, could, we could have a penny given against us. Yep. Um and
2: but if you but don't you think if you go through like sometimes you get games like City against Burnley where it's five 0 it's a whitewash they were brilliant but if you really analyse games as I as I know you do there are always those moments many people on the weekend take away from Arsenal for a minute thought oh United United were unlucky when it was one one David Luiz should have scored from a point blank. Header yeah. uh, as an example that changes the course of the game. There is there are always these moments where you think, oh, if if this would have happened, if if the penalty was given, if the cro- if, if if the header f- the hit the crossbar tonight was a was an inch or so lower, the game could have been different. I also I also think like my my concern is a little bit with this Arsenal team for me now up against the, the lesser teams. You look not back to your very very best, but you are getting there, and it's you're nine games in with Emery. It's just, it's how you perform against the other top six because your record against the top six for about ten years, top four it was, yeah. it, now it's top six, has been average yeah. at best. Yeah. But I think nine games in to be two points off of the summit of the league with a new manager after the turmoil you went through last year, I think I just think it's phenomenal. Well, do, you know, do you know
1: what? Do you happy, know what? Man. Like a lot of Arsenal fans, they get at me because they feel like I'm being a bit too harsh in my criticism of them. Let's start with the positives. The positives are that. In the last few years, on Navengar, in an incons- i think we're inconsistent against most Premier League sides. Like we could go on a nice little run, and then we'd lose points where we shouldn't be losing points. Mm-hmm. I think we what particularly bad last season. What seems what it seems like to me is even in periods against those you know weaker sides where we look under pressure, we look like we can get back into the game like that. Yeah. I think it was telling that we looked that way against Chelsea, where Chelsea won a goal up, and we could have finished the first off four-one up. Mm. I think that's a positive to to to, to say that Arsenal always looking games that you know even against City again it was at home, but we looked like who's around there. No, I, I I agree. I agree. I, I, I think that's one area. I think another area where I see this you know there's there's been some improvements is the way we go forward in transition. I think we look much more deadly, a lot more ruthless um, in the counter attack. As you oh snap, I have to go about this for a second. I think if as you saw against. Um, uh, against Leicester Ozil's first goal that was a counter-attack Yeah, like we caught him on the break and that was precision that was technique and that's not something that's something that we I think we've been doing in a few games breaking really really well down on the right hand side yep. finishing on the other end those are the positives and obviously in terms of individual contributions big improvement from Lacazette this season I think Ozil is obviously getting back into it I don't think Ozil and Ramsey can play together Guendouzi's been a big improvement um in terms of our centre midfield play, so there's been improvements, but I think, regardless of all of that, we don't look say, assured yeah, enough, like in every game that we played. The same Liverpool way City look at, um, assured, the same way Liverpool have looked assured. As much criticism as you can say about Liverpool about them going forward and not being the same side going, for, you know, in the attack, Liverpool do not look like they lose get like they ever lose in a game. Even when they um went a goal down to Chelsea in the Premier League, they always look like they can get back into it. I could see on multiple times I could see games where Arsenal could be very easily lost, and I think that's the difference between what I feel like type of contenders, where even if they're not at their best, they never look like losing, and Arsenal, where it's, you know, it's quality. Yeah, no, I get I that. I understand that. There's still a lot of questions, and I feel like it's still three teams clearly ahead of Arsenal at this point, at this moment in time.
2: Absolutely, we're doing it now, Javan uh,
1: Let me add this shit.
2: I got really passionate. They would do that why are we doing it again I'm confused sorry oh no no
3: just no, not the opening but I'm just saying just because more people's tuned in now ok
2: cool so we have listen we want to hear from you Arsenal fans out there scintillating performance from you tonight I think you're back in the top 4 race no matter what I think Arsenal fans agreed you're playing the best football I have seen from you in over 10 years at the moment, and it is getting better and better and better. Think back 10 years. Honestly, right now, the football is scintillating and there's positivity in the air. We want to hear from you on 0203 606 And make sure you smash I disagree, that like button. I disagree. Button.
1: Maybe because, you know, I'm an off fan of the CMO, but I think we played equally, if not better football, in 2007, 2008, which would have been 10 years. And 2010 2011 I think we played just as I, th- I think we played good football throughout that that Premier League uh, campaign I'd also argue at the beginning of the 2016 2017 title which is the one Chelsea won when we had Sanchez playing up front, Ozil in behind, Aubameyang on one side, Walker on one side, maybe we didn't see that team for long enough. But that team was also playing some exceptional football. You did,
2: but I think the difference is now all those things you say. The one thing I'm adding to the element is away from the performance, it is a mentality shift, and I think that you guys are going to be stronger mentally. So the football's good, but to me, last like last year, four years, five years, you play like that for thirty minutes, you go one nil down against Leicester, that are a decent little outfit this year the way you played against Everton a few weeks ago where they're all over you, I don't see that mental strength dragging you through. I can't remember when the last time you won 10... I don't remember the last time Arsenal won 10 competitive games on the bounce. So I I get... Footballing-wise, there's been some great moments, but with the football mentality and the trajectory that Arsenal were going, I think it's really positive. Javern, we ready with some calls? Let's get some calls on the air. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name?
4: Yeah, my name is Phil...
2: Fell. How are you doing, mate? Who, who do you support? I'm good.
4: Is it I support f- Arsenal, of course. The Gunners. don't G- know? Yeah, good, good, good. What's on your mind? What
2: do you want to say about tonight's What's performance? On my mind?
4: What's on my mind? Yeah, I don't regularly watch football that much. But today I did. And I was definitely happy with what I watched. You know, at first in the game, like, Arsenal, we had, like, our flow. We was playing well. And then all of a sudden, Leicester just came started applying pressure and then you know when they scored I wasn't really surprised because I knew that with the pressure they were putting in they were going to somehow come out with a result you see what I'm saying but after the second half in fact before the second half when Ozil scored that goal one thing I have to say FIFA they definitely need to increase Ozil's stacks after that goal yeah because he speed he's a fast player i don't know why they you know they brand him as a slow player he's actually fast he's fast with the ball and you can tell that you know it's very obvious by the way he scored that goal today and you know in the second half we just played 2005 shower football you know what i mean we just took over and we just we just we just outplayed them we just outplayed them we have got to also give a big shout out to Iwobi. cuz to me after ozil he was like you know, the best player on the team. Like, he didn't waste any ball. Most balls he was passing out were, you know, chances. It's just that like the other player must have missed it. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. do me a favor. To, Can you do me a favor? Shout out to most of the players. What does yeah.
2: shower football mean? Explain that to people that don't know.
4: Shower football to me is just smooth football. You know, when you're in the shower and you're just feeling them sprinkles all over your skin, it's just smooth. Like, I'm talking about that flow, that fluent,
1: all right, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm hearing no. man in the shower, bro. Of this conversation <laughs> left. I hear you though, I hear you though. I get your this point? Aside?
2: Shower football. I never heard that expression before. Mate, I really appreciate the call. Have a good evening.
1: Alright, man. Do you know what, Take man? Take care. Listen, man. I'm happy Arsenal fans are excited, but like, yo, chill.
2: No, I totally agree. Let's like, keep those chill. calls coming through, Javern. I want to hear from some more of these chill. gooners. Are oh, you title challengers? Didn't ask him a shit after. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Bryn. Bryn, how you doing?
5: I'm good. How are
2: you? I'm very well. Are you an Arsenal fan? Yeah. Good. Tell us what's on your mind. How happy are you with that performance tonight?
5: Ecstatic. See what? There's one difference between Wenger and Emery, and that is Emery's decisive decisions. Yeah. 60th minute, you see We didn't have the firepower up front. We were struggling. Okay. We got that. We weren't. not lucky. We were building up to it, but it was the goal was coming. But you see, Lacazette were not cutting it. He weren't as good today. He's had better days. He was all right. He had a few chances. He could have scored. But he made the decisive decision to bring on
2: on, and that changed the game. His substitutions were positive; they were decisive. Um, no. do, you, do you know what's interesting? It's like, brilliant. Um,
1: a good friend of mine, I saw him say this on Twitter. He said he actually called the game exactly how it's going to go. He saw the starting lineup. He says, "Do you know what's going to be funny? We're going to play like shit for X amount of time. He's then going to put on the two players that should have started anyway." we're going to get back into the game, probably win it, and everyone's going to rave about the performance. And that's literally what's just happened. Because if you look at the starting lineup, up shouldn't have started over Aubameyang. Um Xhaka shouldn't be starting over Guendouzi at home anyway. Against teams, if you're away you're against physically imposing teams, I understand why you may start with Torreira and Xhaka. But really and truly, Guendouzi's played himself into the starting lineup. I, I, I understand the changes are good, but I, I, I'm not even going to rate him for the changes. It's good that he's been decisive to do them. But these are guys that should have been started from the get-go. Yeah, I get that, but there's also the the other element to it.
2: Again, I think that the Arsenal starting lineup tonight with Jacko and with Makatarian should be good enough to beat Leicester. They were they were huffing and puffing. But then you have that quality to come off the bench. I mean, Aubameyang did brilliantly, but Aubameyang in the last 20, 30 minutes of a game against tired mm-hmm. legs, it, it's hard to keep up with and manage at the best of times. But for him to come on then at that stage of the game, and rotation is very, very key for keeping your squad fresh for the season. So those things are going to happen. Let me ask you this question, pretty... question, Bryn. Let me ask you this question yeah. about Arsenal. Do you feel that if you keep improving at this rate this season, you could potentially challenge for this title?
5: I think that's a bit far this season. Challenge with total. I think top four is a reality at the moment. But one thing I would like to pick up on is, I think the slow starts can't carry on, okay? I think the slow starts. Other teams will pick up on them. Crystal Palace, okay? Crystal Palace can look at that and go, slow start. We hit them hard the first 30, 40 minutes. Get a few goals. We sit back. We hold on to the game, okay? Agreed. What are we going to do from then on? Okay, no matter how much pressure we put on, a team like Crystal Palace, they'll put 11 men behind the ball we're stuck in a game okay it, the slow starts can't carry on okay Bellerin today he got two assists but I mean the first the first path he was atrocious okay that goal he couldn't have marked any loose he was so loose to the man okay yeah maybe Leno's positioning weren't great but the marking was so loose that can't keep happening okay that can't run
2: fair enough mate listen appreciate your call enjoy your evening
5: you too have a good evening
2: yeah cheers mate thank you you've had it Chris Gaines Guna doesn't think they're in the title race nor does this guy. I'm, I'm actually putting out I don't actually think you're going to be in the title race but I want to know how our, our gassed Arsenal fans are feeling about this. Like,
1: did, Do you know what? Arsenal like, fans right now are, listen, enjoy the wins especially considering how bad we were last season and how, how bad we've been generally speaking but like, I... I but people,
2: this, are, people are saying Chelsea are in the title race and you're, on, you're level on points with them and no. you're going to keep getting better. The interesting thing no, is no, you're
6: going like, to keep
1: you, getting you, better. You, I, I, but even that, that's not... I predict we're gonna get better but i don't think it's going to be enough of a quick turnaround by the end of this season where we've gone from one minute we're barely making the top six mm-hmm. which is literally how we start off this season that's how people predicted our season would go to now in literally nine months we're title contenders and even then it's like would that be more so to do with the lack of quality from the sides around us maybe or, or well, actually how good we've become well, we like,
2: spoke about Leicester Leicester went from relegation fight dogfighters to champions within a season well, so really, it's doable
1: it's doable but even then even Leicester you, season you need you need three, four teams yeah. and that doesn't happen in.
2: interestingly many. a point I, I want to make I've been beating this drum now for about two years being called crazy every time Man United are not the racists to, to make it completely what I've said yet but they are. Yeah. whether they stick with Jose or they go for another manager I think they will catch up this year or next but you look at the fact that the top five teams are separated by two points. I've been saying for a long time, I think that, I think, you know my views, I think the Premier League is the best league in the world for many, many reasons. But you now have Man City, who many have said for the past 12 months or so have been the best, one of the best teams in the world. Got what Liverpool have done. Chelsea are back up there now. Spurs have been consistent. Arsenal are getting back to their best. There is two points between the top five teams. And I've said to a lot of fans, and this is this is a mindset, and I've only said this because I think fans have got to get ready for this, you could win the league conceivably one year and finish 6th the next 5th the next but only finish 6th and be 5 or 6 points off winning the league still and i think that we've got to get used to the fact that if there are going to continue to be six really good teams in the premier league and look as, as is inconsistent. as Man United have been, they outperformed Chelsea the other day. They should have beaten Spurs. They just not yeah. been not been at the races. They will Details. come. Good. They will. Yeah, they will become good again. You've got six teams that no other top flight league in European football can boast that. I think it will hinder these teams in the Premier League in in the Champions League because yeah. I think they're going to have to rest and rotate. Yeah. Um, for, they're not going to be able to rest and rotate as much as Real Madrid and Bayern Munich get to do in in the major European competitions. But from a but from a competitive nature, you go in you're going to go into every season and think you could finish 6th but be 5 or 6 Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. points at the top I mean, it's going to become that close I, I think,
1: think that's possible it kind of happened in 2014 with Chelsea Liverpool Manchester City and Manchester United actually it was 4 right because it ended on the last day of the season City won it but there was only like 2
2: well, I, well I no, it happened in 24, I think 20, 2012, 2012. No, when, tw- we're, 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 so that no was,
1: difference, that yeah. was Man City and Man United. But I'm talking in terms of three or four teams. That was the 2013 season. Oh, no,
2: 2014, f- Maybe not with six. But yeah, there, there was no, a like season Liverpool. where it was yeah, close, yeah. yeah. yeah, sorry, yeah. But I think nine. that's going to stretch down to five or six teams at the minute. Get I really these do. callers in. Get
1: them all. I want the angry Arsenal fans that are telling me I'm chatting shit. I want one man to come in. Hey, actually, let me put the call up right now. I will answer this.
2: Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name?
1: Uh,
0: hello, dude. I've spoke to you before. My name is Gareth, mate, and I'm in a good mood. How are you doing, boys? How are
6: you doing, Gareth?
2: Good, mate. Good. Tell us why you're in a good mood. Explain what's so great about this Arsenal team at the moment. Nah,
0: right. I t- I'll tell you what it is. It's not that... Right, I'm going to agree with you, mate. I think that it's not... Look, we're not a winning team. We're not going to win the premiership, right? Let's be realistic. But what I will say is we're above Tottenham. That's all that matters right now. All, but Like Gareth, Gareth, you're bigger than that. that. Garth, you're bigger it. than that. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Right, okay. listen. At the end of the day, okay, right, good,
1: good, good, good. You're about um, to break my heart. Right,
0: Wenger went, yeah, Wenger went, yeah, and everyone was a little bit worried about it with the manager. Which manager were we going to get in? And 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 then when Unai Emery came in, people were worried about it. At the end of the day, lads, this is what I think. We have won ten games in a row, so. Don't panic about a new manager. Normally, a new manager comes in and they struggle to get that that balance of the team. Do you know what I mean? They do, but, but I, do
2: you know what I think was interesting with Arsenal is you didn't. If Wenger would, if this would, if this would have been, if Wenger would have ended in the way Fergie did, on top, team yeah. firing, playing well, it may have been a different situ- situation for an elite level team. Arsenal were in the pits. They're in the doldrums. Mm. They were finished. Now I'm not talking. Yeah. Some mm. clubs have gone through relegations and administration, but they're smaller clubs.
1: Relatively speaking. For
2: yeah, absolutely. For a big club, Arsenal were down there. They they, they, they burnt away. they were in the ashes. And and it's it's, it's easier to rise from that position sometimes. Um, although Emery is doing an absolutely brilliant job. So right now, when you look at it, are you going Do you think you're gonna? Who are you, who are you gonna finish above this season? Are you gonna finish above Spurs, Chelsea, Liverpool. Who? Do you want my honest
0: honest truth, mate? Um, I actually think we're going to finish in fifth. Because I think it's like, you know, Unai Emery coming in, new players. Um, I I was a little bit confused with the players today. You know, like who we started, Lichstein. I was like, Like, what? Where's Gwen Doozy? Gwen Doozy's been our our best player this season, in my opinion. And um, they're not starting him enough. But obviously he's young and they don't want to get him too injured. But, yeah, I, I would like to think that we'll finish fourth this, maybe. But I think we'll finish above Tottenham, because they're dicks. Um, <laughs> yes.
3: Why I, for your I don't know,
0: man, But I think you've got to take a realistic approach. You do. and Like, like you do in well, life. This is you what know, I'm saying to a lot of people. Realistic.
2: It's really weird on the live chat. A lot of people I'm, I seem I sound jealous of Arsenal. I, I think I've been really <laughs> complimentary. But... Well, I think what's interesting is that you may finish fifth. But you're a
0: United fan, though, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Yes. Yeah, so I, I don't. I don't think it's about being jealous because look how many trophies you've won over these years. It's like oh, you can't be. I'm can't not ge- be jealous. I'm
2: not, I'm not jealous of any football club in in that respect. But I, I, I think I've been quite complimentary of Arsenal. My, my point to you is though, you may finish fifth, as you pointed out, but I don't think you're going to finish fifth. And be a million miles. I think you could finish fifth and be a point or two away from that top four. Yeah, it won't be. It's,
1: but yeah, it's, about, think, it's about it's yeah. about relaxing. Yeah. and this yeah. is the
2: point I keep saying to Arsenal fans: you are going to improve this year, but maybe not quite enough to to, to jump back in front of the teams that were already ahead of you. But people
0: yeah, yeah, to I call it I call it softly, slowly catchy monkey. Absolutely,
1: mate. Listen, you know appreciate I mean? the call,
2: brother. Thank you very, very right, much. Let me quick. You let me should... put
1: a quick shout out here. Shout out to all the Arsenal fans and tell me I'm chatting shit, but I don't have the fucking balls to call in and actually prove me wrong because you know what's funny the same guy that's been chatting shit it seems like every what, caller so what
2: are they what are they, what are they saying apparently
1: I'm, I'm deluded and I don't know what I'm talking about and yeah, um, why though
2: for what though for I, I,
1: I I don't know I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because like every caller that seems to call in about Arsenal seems to agree.
2: It's weird. I'm I'm, I'm talking about whether you're in, in the title challenge because you're two points off the top. I want Arsenal fans to come on and be real. Most people are saying, no top four race. I'm praising that you look the best in 10 years. You're getting called deluded for not saying you can't win the league this year. I'm getting called jealous for saying that you look the best you looked in 10 years. There's, I, a, lot,
1: there's I, a lot of virgins I actually, talking th- right but now. I also
2: think it's people just trying, they're trolling. That's what it is. But there I we love go. it though, man. Oh, um, yes, so I. It's all good. It's all gravy. Let's get some more calls on I the just end, actually
1: right? want someone who genuinely believes I am wrong and is actually equipped to actually prove me wrong because I'd like to be wrong as an also fan. I'd like to be proven to, to someone to say to me, "We're actually going to win the league and give me an actual solid argument." I'm waiting for it. <laughs> give, me, give me, that argument. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. Please What's your name? Caller. Wilson.
7: Can
2: yes, I'm Wilson.
6: Awesome
2: yes good, Wilson. Good, good, Wilson. Oh, awesome. so, um, can you win the league this
6: year? No, I, I mean I don't, I don't think we'll win the league this year. I'm just thinking logically. I mean anything can happen, but I, I don't think we'll win it. Um, but you know, I don't really, I don't really uh, mind if we don't finish in the top four or if we win the league. I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of more just progressing at a steady pace and not, you know, getting ahead of ourselves and then things going wrong and then everyone, you know, I, I just, I just wanted to, I just. I just want to steady this ship
3: throughout
6: the season. I, oh, want to I just do want that. you to know that you're appreciated. You know the teams at the bottom of the season. You know losing 3-1 to Swansea last season, all that sort of stuff. I just don't want any of that happening. You know,
2: I, I could not agree with you more. I'm asking people this question because I want to. What I'm looking for is whether Arsenal fans are overreacting. Ten wins on the bounce. Yeah. Is brilliant the mm. progression mm-hmm. is amazing but it's this case of I, I find football fans do this when their team goes on a good run football fans yeah. do this when a youngster bursts onto the scenes and looks brilliant early on mm. it's you saw it this year we'll yeah. take it away from arsenal we saw it with nabby cater at liverpool started off like yeah. a steam train he looked brilliant He yeah. literally got people there was, a, there was a debate on on a massive radio station where they were talking about the, the top 10 or top five midfielders foreign yes. midfielders in the Premier League Liverpool fans were legitimately phoning up saying why are you not including Nav- fair,
1: Naby Keita you yes. overhyped too I don't even think with Naby Keita it's a case of overhyping because like yeah, Luka Modric recent world player of the year was named the yeah. worst player in the league in his debut season for Real Madrid so even with that mm. there's, there's always like exceptions my point is this is that I always use this example and I don't see why people don't like clock it Manchester United just this time last year were neck like neck on neck yeah yeah and you saw what happened
0: Yeah. yeah. equal amount of points
1: equal amount of goals equal amount of like the goal difference everything was the same yeah everything was yes I remember but if you're watching Manchester United you thought nah that team they're not on that level because you Mm. had to you you looked at all of the the things in between in between the lines and I'm just saying with Arsenal like yo even if we played exactly the same way because that's been my focus the performance right Yeah.
4: Mm.
1: if you if you yeah Javon please <laughs> yeah but not whilst I'm speaking please <laughs> Um Come on
3: can,
1: continue anyway, 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 Chris anyway. continue Chris even even if Arsenal even if with Arsenal played exactly the same way right yeah. but they had the same amount of like points or whatever after 20 games then that's yeah. different because to carry over ten games is one thing. To carry over twenty yeah. games, that's like okay, yeah, it. okay, yeah. Now you've got yeah. something to think about. If also get to that point, yo, that. I will be the first one. But, to but even say, even
6: still, on. even still, even if you carry over twenty games, there's still there's still one more. Let's say let's say we do uh, win the next ten games. Still, even if we win all of them, the performance still has to. To prove whether that's, whether that's legit do you know what I mean because we can still get completely torn apart for the first half get lucky and then you know it brings on Aubameyang and Ramsey and, and you know, everything goes well at the end of the day after a couple of beautiful goals so we still yeah. need to see performances that actually can back up the results because as far as I'm concerned you know the, the ten, go- 10 games that we've won of course they haven't been against you know, the best opposition and our performances haven't really suggested that uh, an under team run a 10 10 games is as valid as it appears on on, on on paper so I still want to see good performances whether or not we win the games or not I just want to see good performances consistently throughout the season there we go. no dropping points even if we playing the big teams and getting beaten and we getting torn apart I just want to see us recover well and
2: steady the ship for a oh. season or two before we start talking about. God so it bless all, well, awesome. mate, listen, I, mate, I agree with you completely. I wanted to ask a yeah. question because I wanted to see what kind of reactions I'd get. And it's great to see people be level headed. It's great to see yeah. people. you know, I think after all the mire that Arsenal fans went through, like mm-hmm. everyone's, their brains have settled down a bit. And there's this, no one's being overly critical of bad performances or, 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 or yeah. bad decisions by the manager. Because remember, if, yeah. if Emery wins a league five years on the yeah. bounce that's during those leagues and maybe the year after managers are always going to make bad decisions they're always going to fall out with players mm-hmm. they're always going to get mm-hmm. tactics wrong in certain games and this this this, yeah. this notion again like that you've got to dominate games go back and watch City last year record breaking Premier League season you could go back yeah. and watch five or six of their games like, where they They shouldn't have even won the game. Crystal Palace is a standout example. They should have got beaten in that game. Go back to the game against um, Huddersfield early on in the campaign, Bournemouth away. All those games could have gone completely the other way. So you don't dominate every game. You have moments where you think, oh, God, we've got got out of jail. I mean, Arsenal's invincible year. Jesus Christ. Go back and watch it again with and be like yeah. unbiased yeah. and you think yeah. you watch so how many the and so, all that. And all that. so many comebacks. and you literally will think how the hell did we get through that season unbeaten because that's what happens yeah. but look appreciate the call Wilson great level heading. Yeah. Game. Wilson. I want
6: to say um, Burn Ber- Ber- Leno looks very like mature I mean, every time he got the ball from you know when he when he got the box to feet I was always kind of worried because it all checked it so I'm glad that it's no
4: not. As ball, And his
6: decision making is. It, it is it, it,
2: good, but, he's but ball listen, ball. of course he looks mature. He's in his mid 20s, he's not a kid. But listen, a, appreciate that. I'm I'm feeling all the
1: Arsenal fans backing me up I, right now and showing me love.
2: It's good. And I'm Why good.
1: is it only the Arsenal fans that are actually like, on my side that are actually calling? I like, must say when something the ones about.
2: They're controlling you. They don't actually believe what they're saying. They're trying to throw you off. It's a bit
1: mad. more calls, please, Javerne. Y'all showing me love right now, B.
2: Address the super chat. I'm not even on UFS channel, bruv. Mecatarian or fault. Goals are generally a, a number, a bellerin. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. If a left back is beating my right back, I'm thinking about where my right winger is. Percy speaking, but it depends on the nature of the goal. Like if 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 Mikotarian was, you know, a part of an attack and it just got countered really quickly, it's one thing. But if it isn't the case, then really and truly, why is your right back in a one on one situation with other other teams left back? You've got to think about that. Because you should have a left winger to to think about. You had Vardy that was dropping off to the left. Obviously Madison occupying the middle. I guess it's a bit difficult in that sense, but boy.
2: Yeah, listen, I I, I think that that Bellerin he got skinned but at the same look, the goals if you go back and you watch it you can. it's one of those things it's a bit like when they had a debate over VAR didn't they a while ago and it was like well, you can look for an infringement in the build up to a goal to disallow it but the, the argument was always how far back do you go you could literally you could take a goal back and you could take it back to five minutes and go oh my god like Ozil lost possession that led to, yeah, led yeah, to the build-up. Yeah, yeah. So there comes a point where people have got to put their hands up. Megatarian's partly to blame, but for me, Bellerin defensively was in the wrong position. He got skinned, and Bellerin's fast. I know the guy had the run on him, but he got skinned alive. His tackle was weak. Bellerin has to take the L right, for that, but, it, about, but he made up for it anyway.
1: Right, enough talk about like, the title challenge. Can we talk about like, fucking um, Ozil? And just... Ozil, yes. We'll move the subject
2: onto no, Ozil no. now. Absolutely. I want to hear from Gunners. I mean, that guy gets a lot of stick and I'm one, I I give him stick in those big games when he goes missing for those months of the season when he isn't performing I always give him stick but tonight Ozil one of the best performances I've seen from him as captain and he's I mean the, the creativity was there the pass that set up the third second goal was majestic he's finished for the equalizer I don't think, unless you play football, you cannot understand the difficulty, the timing, the precision. Right. We, spoke that rant, we
4: spoke to Rant, and we? we spoke to Rant earlier in the week. We spoke to Rant earlier about, about when his it leaves goal. Your foot yeah, no you just know. You know
2: it's going in, but also how you, he had to take all the power out of his foot. All yeah. that was about he, he used his he used his foot as a ricochet. Like yeah. a, in a game of pinball, he couldn't put any power on it. It was just let it hit the right part that's, of my foot. That's how you're to
1: strike a ball. Like if it comes with you at pace, you have to con- you have to give it an element of control. So you caress. So there's caress that ball. Similarly, if double came in slow, you have to be a, 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 a bit. You have to put a bit of pace on that. Sorry, um, to generate the power. Yeah, like yeah, this was outrageous, man. Um, when he's when he plays like he did tonight, he's absolutely phenomenal. For me, I think him. I think today. But so do you want to see that more against?
2: Top six sides. Do you want to see him do that against Spurs, City, Chelsea, United? Two things.
1: I think the first thing is that is further testament that Ozil and Ramsey can't play together unless one of them is playing way out of position. Um, I don't think they've played anywhere near to their ability when they've both started. So I think that's m- something that Emery has to think about. I think the second thing, leading on to your question and, and trying to give a response to that, of course I would. But generally speaking, when Ozil doesn't play well, the rest of the team doesn't play well either. Um, there have been games I think the Chelsea game last season or the season before where we didn't play him and we looked really good Chelsea still ended up winning the game I think but we actually looked very very good against Chelsea um, in a game that everyone thought we were going to lose for sure Um, and oh shit my bad yeah so there have been a couple of games I think the City game a few seasons back when we won 2-0 we didn't play Ozil and everyone thought oh we don't need to start him we don't need to start him our best team regardless of who we play has to have Ozil in it what we have to do though is think about okay the way we play them against teams outside of the top six may have to be different to the way we play against teams within the top six because the demands are different the tactical situation is different Um, they press more effectively or they build up the back more effectively so we can't afford to play Ozil maybe in a number 10 position because he doesn't give that's what we need in those situations yeah yeah I get that he starts in every one of those games like if he's fit and if he's firing he has to start I just think that we have to be more intelligent in the way that we employ our players and you know with with Wenger more often than not it's just like it doesn't matter who we play against Ozil's going to play as a number 10 and we're not going to ask him to do anything different Um, so yeah Ozil was fantastic I was glad he he stepped up with the armband because I thought he looked very lethargic in the first half now, and if I'm being completely honest I, look, I was looking at him and I was just like I don't want my captain playing like that
2: I get that is he a luxury Any, player though in terms of I get, I get your point that sometimes yeah. you said earlier he gets a bit isolated maybe people have got to get closer to him uh, maybe changing Arsenal's style when they go up against the bigger teams I suppose some people with some people have the argument with Ozil that you know he doesn't have a grab, grab the scr- game by the scruff of the neck when there is a space when not teams allow him to play but he's not getting closed down he performs against the lesser teams he does it you know, I just want to ask Arsenal fans to find up and speak about him. Do you, I, I? I would want to see as an Arsenal fan what I saw from him tonight. I would demand and expect of him three hundred and fifty thousand pound a week contract. He's your talisman. He's your best player, in my opinion. He's your best player. He's paid the most. He's been there a long time. I want to see that against the top top six teams, and he's accountable for his performance.
1: Yes, I think I. Like I'm very very careful with the like the term luxury player because do you want to get the calls in to be yeah sure? we'll get the calls Let's in yeah calls we'll jump in. onto that yeah I'm very very careful with the luxury player thing because I think that gets thrown around a lot I think some some players look a certain way in a certain kind of side because he was never called a luxury player at Real Madrid Not that's, that's not to say that every Real Madrid fan liked him when he was over there but he was an important part of the team. No one would say we don't want. They don't. But Mizzouzo. what they used
2: to say about him, and I remember listening to many talk shows where, where Real Madrid fans were calling up, and I remember the same criticisms. And it's why I always referred to him as a two third player. And they said it then. Two thirds of the season at Real Madrid, he was sensational. But there was a two three month period yeah, where he would I'd just go off the boil. And I suppose that's my that's my issue with him as a player. But maybe that's just him. Maybe that's just how he is. You have to. There's going to be a two or three month period where he just where well, he's good but he's not at the same level. But I
1: think my, my, my point is, is that a player doesn't have, shouldn't have that much influence... Unless you're Messi or Ronaldo, you shouldn't have that much influence on the quality of your side. I say that to say that if you... If Wenger Emery any Arsenal manager looked at Ozone and was unhappy with him for mm. that third of the season, I'd make sure that my team doesn't rely on him. Now, whether that be from a tactical perspective, whether that be from just sheer quality, I would make sure that my team functions... Regardless, regardless of, were, whether. Were
2: you Messi, Messi, Messi and Ronaldo there. Just look at Real Madrid with without the fact that for for ten years that they built their system to rely upon the scoring ability of Ronaldo. Suddenly that they need to re again they are punishing the manager, but actually they need to rebuild their structure because you know. And I think you might see the same with uh, a, another Spanish team when a, a certain other genius retires. Well I will say, on, so. what I will say
1: about Barcelona, they have more pieces that will kind of. Can have them still be somewhat successful. I think Dembélé they've got a future world class player there. Continues a top class player. Suarez, even though he's on the decline, he's still a top striker. You have still got top players in and around that side. But yeah, like they won't be the force that we know but Barcelona were. But when
2: I play against like, Arsenal, have gone out and recruited Lacazette and Aubameyang. But example being up until recently, I always felt as a Man United fan, if we could keep Ozil quiet, the rest of your team didn't scare me. And I think maybe you're seeing that around. Yeah. With it. Suddenly R- Ronaldo's not there, or Ozil don't turn up, and teams think got more of a chance now because man ain't performing yeah. but look like, we've got some calls to jump into put them through Javern let's see what they've got to say about we're only going to talk about Ozil if you're not talking about Ozil you're getting locked off the air bruv or oh, ladies <coughs> hello welcome to Fan Park Live that calling come up. through Javern let's do it again do
3: that again
2: hello welcome to Fan Park Live what's your name
3: hi there mate it's uh, uh I'm an from fan it's a Mohammed calling
2: hello mate what, what do you want to say about Wait, Ozil who's this calling Mohammed
3: uh also o i playing really good today but um, um ramsey they should have brought him on earlier because um ramsey's obviously uh contract is inspiring yeah but yep. obviously they st- they should start him earlier but um why well, don't i i don't get his Una emery he's such a good manager we look we played ten games with 10 out of ten and um you should play Lacazette and Ababian together up front. You can't be playing Abubakar on the left wing and Lacazette up front. Do you understand?
1: Yeah, like I agree. I think in an ideal world, you know
3: what I mean. They should give a they should give two strikers a chance. To say, for example, um, uh, Leo Messi and Suarez there to up front. That's like Ababian and Lacazette. And if these two start at the front, we and um, that combination is going to be wicked do you understand and the other thing is that even like in second half they've got well back to come on they've got Iwobi Makatarian, they've got all sorts of players tasty players that can come on and play the attack do you understand
2: yeah absolutely appreciate your call thank you very very much Jvern keep these calls rolling through for us we're going to try to some Spitfires give you a minute or two to say your piece prove me wrong no one's going to try and prove you wrong. No, I don't think anyone's got the balls to come and say they can win the league, even if they believe it. That didn't come through, Javern. I'm to hear, Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. That, they hung up awesome that one right as right well. I'm heavily, dis- I'm
1: heavily disappointed in Arsenal fans right now, talking bare crud. <laughs> talking crud. Come on, bruv.
2: Nothing's working. The phone lines has gone funny.
1: Oh, we got hacked. Did you get hacked?
2: Javern's just hitting wrong buttons. He was struggling. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello, you right, mate. It's Brandon, I'm a Arsenal fan. Hello, Brandon. Uh, talk to us about Ozil. How good was he tonight and, and is he real captain material for your club?
7: Uh he was brilliant tonight. Uh, there's no no question about that. However, the problem that we have, or most Arsenal fans have, is we want to see that on a consistent basis. And we don't get to see it enough. Not just I see I heard what you were saying about against the top six sides, but I don't think it's just against the top six sides. I think it's against all sides. We don't see that Özil enough.
2: Okay. Um, and what um, is as, far am, as
7: it,
3: captain
7: enough, material? Uh, possibly, maybe that, maybe that's what give him the lift um, to to a certain degree to sort of say, "Well, I've got to perform here because I'm captain in the team. I've got to show and set a good example." But. I don't know. I'm not too sure yet.
2: Okay, and in terms of other aspects of tonight, ten wins on the bounce, another for me, another solid performance over the course of the game. How good is this Arsenal team, and how far do you think you'll go this season?
7: Again, that's another thing that I wouldn't like to comment on just yet because we've got we've got tougher tests coming up. We haven't. We've played Chelsea, we've played Man City at the beginning of the season when you know the players were just. Adjusting to Emery and and his style of play, and I think when it comes to I think we've got Liverpool in two games' time. I think that'll be when we'll really see whether Arsenal uh, any sort of challenge for a title or even top four um, is possible when when we play Liverpool because by then Emory will have had time with the team. They'll be more adaptive to his style, we might see a better performance, but who knows, we don't know just yet. But my worrying thing for me is, although it's ten games won on the bounce, I still think we're a bit shaky in defence and we, sl- we start slow in the first half. And against a team like Liverpool, for example, you start fast. I think
2: we'd come up with one or two problems do you know what fair enough though something to... great point mate thank you very thank much you for your some...
1: call just a quick point something to be said about Liverpool they're going to be a threat especially in the counter but considering that they've tried to be a bit more reserved this season mm. considering they've also shown that they're willing to go into bigger games and hold off a little bit you know I think also, also we are to be fair we are at Anfield so I would go into that game thinking when is this game? Um, it's soon soon, soon. soon.
2: Yeah, it's going to be an it's another acid test for the team but I think that you know with the way things are going at the moment I think Arsenal are going into that game with a bit more confidence and belief than Liverpool do. Uh, yes, Liverpool they're joint top of the league and and that looks amazing but you were sitting here with me 2 days ago their fans are, are concerned about the performance levels and th- there's no doubt about it. Klopp has confirmed what you said yeah. that it's they're doing it on purpose. So it isn't about the players being out of form and it clicking into gear so what we've been saying for weeks oh right, it's going to come good again and we're going to see that fast paced attacking beautiful football not right now or not. Jurgen Klopp is instructing his team to. There's no high press. So the attacking men are not pressing as much. It's more about. He said today it's a midfield press that they're doing. They're protecting their back four more. So that's not to say that that the, the defensive players aren't as good as they're making themselves out to be. But Klopp's now doing, and I, I hate to say this, Liverpool fans and Arsenal fans, it's a benefit. What I was screaming at him to do a year ago, he is setting up a system that is defensively sound. And I read go go and read go and read the transcript from his uh, his press conference today. It's what he said. He goes, you know, we've got to protect. We're not going so we're not attacking so much and he's alluded to the fact that, that you have to do that to win titles as opposed to just winning individual games
1: striking a balance and,
2: and it is and it, it's that word the whole way along this 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 nonsense for me and again I'm glad that Klopp's doing this because I think that football fans got lost in the mire last year that football is just about all out attack yeah it's nonsense literally like even when you watch City and be honest of, of, often they've got the ball and they're probing to score but it's this side to side Keep possession Don't let the other team have it their, their way of defending Is by not letting The other team have the ball That's yeah. Pep Guardiola style But it isn't Gun-ho crazy Six, seven men attacking It's not like that They rip you apart Because yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the ball is That they've got This this notion That you just go out swinging Like you like a windmill You just go out crazy and that, and that's You're my never going to win League titles Playing like to that
1: it back to Arsenal like, That's one of my issues so far Not like a massive issue But one of those issues Is like we look at our best When, when, when we're in that mode Yeah like that's the thing for us. It's just like when we're bombing loads of players forward, where we're obviously trying to get a goal back. That's when we look we look fantastic going going forward. But it's still the fact that we're conceding a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. If you look at the ex- uh, the whole what's that? That's that called uh, expected goals, the xg xga yeah. rating. Like it's it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. for the amount of goals that we concede and the chances that we concede. Sorry, and the fact that we're winning these games, it it literally doesn't make sense. And I think the reason why you, you hold reservations is because you think to yourself how sustainable is that for an actual title it, challenge it, it, you yeah, could get I'll away get with that, that to get, get to, that. to the top four you can probably get away with it as a title challenge though it's just like yeah, we spoke about earlier this
2: season where you know I think United and City goal difference that was yeah. the year that City beat United 6-1 yeah. at Old Trafford and I remember leading up to that game United had beaten Arsenal 8-2 that season and I I remember a younger man you're talking mm. a lot younger nah. more naive more, more tribalistic about my football at the time and I remember listening to pundits talking about the fact that they weren't even though United I think they, they beat Arsenal 8-2 I think Rooney scored a hat-trick two games running nearly yeah. got a hat-trick third game running they beat Chelsea quite comfortably but they, the pundits were talking about well they're still conceding two or three goals in all those games they're still conceding all these chances in those games at some point that's going
1: to cost them I remember the Everton and, game yeah
2: and then the it, yeah, that, was, yeah, that was later on in the year as well. and, and then it came up against City and it was like we got battered and yeah we finished in the top four because mm. we had the good enough players for it but, and we actually only lost out on the league by goal difference yeah. but
1: think to yourself but you
2: think all, it was it was all those goals we were conceding and interestingly Fergie fixed it because it, he said we didn't score enough goals but in, you could look at it the other way if we hadn't conceded two against an average Arsenal team
1: even just yeah, the Everton yeah. game alone yeah. because that's closer that's well, yeah. actually closer
2: that's to, to, to the do, end of the, the season of that, and that essentially
1: you... and I think that essentially changed the, the, the landscape of how that season was going to finish for United because you approached the City derby Differently. very, dif- yeah, very well, differently. We
2: win the league if we don't throw that lead away as, as an example. So, you know, you get that aspect of how many chances are you conceding. Yes, you know, Man United, as well as, we've, we've had some good moments in the last five years, but without David De Gea making the saves he's done, I don't think we'd have made top four once. We certainly mm. wouldn't have won any trophies. Yeah. And it, look, of course, the goalie's doing his job. Right. But equally
1: he's doing I, it at an feel he, he's like. the
2: player at my football club I feel most sorry for because he, if he had defenders in front of him like we had in, 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 the, in, the, in the late 2000s or in the 90s that man would have like serious records it, in the yeah. Premier League but end of the day I think Arsenal you know there's still areas that's why I was asking the question today because there's still areas for Arsenal to improve but what I've loved hearing from Gunas tonight is the fact they realise that they understand that they're not getting carried like away every with Ars-
1: thank you and that's like it's, you can be positive but also be critical like it isn't one or the other so absolutely yeah. So, still no one. Still no one.
2: Yeah. No. No get, one, no, 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 one's, no one's gonna contact. Show me.
1: Show me levels. Call and show me levels, please.
2: I'm just trying to sort my phone out here because I've got. We obviously our title sponsors tonight. Football Flash. I'm just gonna get their app up and connect my phone to our system so I can put it up on the screen for you. Just to tell you a little bit about them. Is that connected, Javon? Terry is one salty United fan. Hmm. Again. Cool. think that i um, I'm not yeah 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 Is up on the screen yet bro it, it is now up on the screen so listen this is football flash title sponsors of fan park live the information is in the description below go and check it out for me it's one of the it is the very best place the best app if you want to source football news about your club You can see here on my menu, I've got Liverpool, Arsenal, United, Dortmund. I just stuck teams in there. Let's click on Arsenal because that's the main subject of tonight's game. And it literally drags stories, as you can see, from The Guardian, Daily Mirror, um, the the Leicester Mercury. That's clearly a local Leicester paper. Arsenal's actual website. Many, many publications. And you can click on this. Uh, Let's just check. Let's pick on a recent story. It shows how quickly it updates. This, This is actually from the Leicester uh, Mercury, it's the most recent uh, story that's been published. It's just obviously an overview of the uh, the game today. So rather than having to sort of trape through through Google or other search engines are available, you can get all your Arsenal news via this app. It's free to have. The information is in the descriptions below. So go and check that out. Listen, Chris, quality as ever, mate, having you on. Oh, one. Everybody else out there, we're back again tomorrow night for Man United, UVA back on... Wednesday night, I don't even know what game we're covering Wednesday, but we're covering the Champions League, Arsenal again on Thursday in the Europa League, and of course the weekend there's many, many games, so Fan Park Live is the place to be, make sure you're checking in, smash that like button for us as always, take care, God bless, and we'll see you all again very, very soon, bye-bye. We are back! Do you want the best? Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash.